Radio. Hi, I'm Bernard Tatunji, and you are listening to Proposal to Marriage, my seven-month story from engagement on the 29th of May to the day I will marry Jane on the 29th of December. You can also join me on this journey to the altar at proposaltomarriage.com. With almost 40 days to the wedding, it was time we began planning the finer details of the actual wedding ceremony. Not that we've left the wedding to the end. You might recall one of my earlier columns on the big discussions Jane and I had about whether to marry in the Melkite Catholic Church or the Latin Catholic Church. Having discerned to marry in the Latin Church, we asked Bishop Julian Porteus, the auxiliary bishop of Sydney, to be the main celebrant. While we both know different priests, we know Bishop Porteus in common, and we work closely with him in our respective jobs. We were honoured when he agreed to marry us. As I'd also written about earlier, there had been the hope to include some elements from the wedding ceremony, more correctly called the crowning ceremony, of the Byzantine Rite. Jane and I met with my bishop, Robert Rabat, of the Melkite Eparchy, to discuss this, and he recently came back to us with permission to incorporate some parts of that rite. Bishop Rabat also accepted our invitation to be present at the ceremony, which is a double blessing. Having a celebrant and a liturgical rite, it became time to sit down and plan some music. One thing Jane and I have learned in this wedding planning process was never to assume that what we thought was the norm would be seen that way by the other person. Amusingly, in our case, this has turned out to be true most of the time. So whereas I had imagined a wedding more akin to a solemn pontifical mass, Jane had imagined a wedding more akin to the feel of a local parish liturgy. So somewhere between the Sistine Chapel Choir and the parish singers, we settled on some very talented friends who'd offered to play the organ and lead the music. As well as choosing the music and the hymns, we selected the mass settings, which is the music for the congregational parts. Often at weddings the mass parts are said and preference given to a few hymns, but in reality it is the mass parts that should always take precedence. Hymns are optional extras, and while they of course play a wonderful role in uniting the congregation, it is the sung parts of the mass that show the fullest expression of the liturgy. We found it easy to choose our particular mass setting and some hymns that were very beautiful and expressed deeply the mysteries we'll be celebrating during the nuptial mass. Also needing some decision has been the readings of the mass. The church gives a wide variety of options and even more so than the music, we chose readings that are reflective of our understanding of our own marriage and indeed marriage in its essence. It is an honour for us to be able to have some say in the way the liturgy will appear on the day. In selecting the hymns and the readings, Jane and I are able in some small way to contribute our faith back into that same liturgy which brought us to faith in the beginning. With all these elements sorted, I am about to sit down and put together a booklet, which is no small task but one that I will enjoy. Having spent some years in seminary formation, I have a keen interest in liturgy and the way in which it contributes to the faith of the people. There is a well-known Latin maxim, lex orandi, lex credendi, which translates, the law of prayer is the law of belief. In other words, the way we pray as believers is reflective of what we believe. A liturgy prepared with little care shows a lacking in more than just planning ability. Liturgy is so important because it is the official prayer of God's people, and the way that prayer is conducted reminds us of who it is we worship, and that is always an invitation to others. 
Jane and I hope that our wedding liturgy, with its mix of ancient scripture readings through to prayers and hymns from across the ages and from east and west, will draw us and those present more profoundly into the God whom we will rest our marriage upon. Radio.org.au